to organize your amazing ideas into a powerful book? It's time to write your book. Welcome to the Write Hour, nonfiction tips from the right coach with Joyce Glass, where you can learn the business and craft of writing. Welcome to episode 705 of the Write Hour. I'm so glad you joined us today. As writers, we are creators, and a part of your writing career is learning how to create videos. And today, Jamie Noodleman is going to share with us some great tips on how you can create videos and what kinds of videos you can create. Jamie is a viral video creator and lifestyle hacker. He helps health and wellness influencers reach and impact more people with their message through the social media and creative video storytelling. Jamie's worked with many influencer brands, and he believes in order to reach and impact the masses, it starts with mastering your mind and your daily habits as an entrepreneur. That's why he co-founded happinessbeyondbusiness.com with his partner, which is a movement and a show dedicated to helping entrepreneurs building a life even richer than their bank accounts. These days, he and his partners are accidental nomads who travel the globe in search of their dream home. This episode will help you connect with your readers through video. Hi, and welcome to episode 705 of The Right Hour, and I'm here with Jamie Noodleman. How is it, Jamie? I don't even, I can't say it. It's uh, Noodleman. Noodleman, all right. We got it. Jamie is here today, and he is an expert in video. He is a video creator, and so I would love to know more about your journey, Jamie. It's very fascinating because I like to have video done. I do not like the video editing, which is your expertise, but tell us about your journey to becoming a video creator because I don't think that's where you really started off, was it? Uh, No, I actually come from... The digital media space, but I've been sort of all over the place, ranging from the personal training industry to personal development, which is you know your area for your your listeners and uh, clients as well with what they write and produce, but also the online health coaching industry too, where that led me back actually into the the video space and also the web space. So I've kind of been all over, as I said, and now today I'm literally uh, spending all my time just creating video, whether it's viral, whether it's educational. Um, story-driven, which is very, very important in my eyes, mm-hmm. uh, especially feeling-based, and then tying that into the, the different elements of what a business requires, whether you're a small business, large corporation, there's always a place and a need for video. And especially with authors and you know book writers, um, right. there's a huge, huge uh, place for that when it comes to launching and promoting a book. That is just a quick summary of the story. If I'm going <laughs> to go into more detail, I can. No, that's great. That's great. What what in, got you interested in video and doing video in the first place? I mean, I've always been interested in telling stories and almost creating an experience um, with the things I do. I always found that like I was very process driven, and so when I was always creating websites or training clients, it wasn't about getting to the goal. It was about what happened between. So everyone is always focused on you know going from let's say in the health industry losing. 50 pounds going from like X number to, to losing 50 pounds and being at that new number. But I was more focused on what happened in between. So when I applied that to even websites and then eventually video, it was like, what do they currently have now and what are they lacking? But what, what's it going to be like going through that experience to get to the end goal? And what, what sort of, what, what sort of experiences and stories can you pull from that right. and put together and tell? So anyone who watches or views, et cetera, 
can can understand can can almost be tied in and not be lost from an emotional angle. So they're able to actually watch a video, let's say, or go to a website back when I was doing that and understand it mm-hmm. and know where each place has taken them. And they're not confused. They know exactly what it's saying. They know where it's flowing in order and they're going to end at a certain result. So basically I started doing video because I wanted to just tell people stories And I was really, really interested in taking other people who have created something powerful, whether it's a course, a business, um, or even just their own story for, let's say, a promotional launch, and putting it into compelling words where it actually does make sense for viewers. And it's not just a bunch of jargon, or it's a video that doesn't make sense, or it's very generic, or it's just what everyone else says, right? It's kind of like from the rags to riches stories. Mm -hmm. Um, That's such an overplayed uh, tool when people go on stage as speakers. I started with no money. Now I have money. You know, it's kind of like how that works. But um, it was really just the storytelling piece. It's the emotions. So if I watch something and it's able to pull me in emotionally, maybe make me cry, bring up a past reference or something I've been through, the video's gotten me. And I love yeah. creating that experience for yeah. others. And video is very powerful these days with everything, you know, between the Facebook lives and Insta stories and Facebook stories and all of that. A lot of video is everywhere. You know, YouTube is not the only place for video now. And so it's been, I think it's become more the norm that people want to see video. I know for me personally, I, with all that I do, I read and write so much during the day at night. I don't want to read anymore. I want to watch a show or a video of something. I want something to, you know, entertain me or feed my brain, but I don't want to have to be reading anything else because my eyes are tired by that point. So I love that. Well, tell us about what types of videos are available for writers that they could use in either promoting themselves or even their books when they get to a book launch. Yeah, I mean, there's so many types of uh, books that um, are out there, right? And there's obviously different genres. It's kind of like how movies is only seven types, but, you know, I'm sure. I actually don't know. Um, I'm actually curious before I go into this. Is there like a certain, how many, do you know off the top of your head how many type of genres there are with books? Or is there like a... There's, as far as genres, there's personal development, there's health. I guess the, the, it's the different categories. Personal development envelops a lot. You know, there's health, yeah. leadership, emotional health, mental health, that kind of all falls under the personal development um, umbrella. And then there's how to's, you know, books. Uh, so not okay. off the top of my head, but you know, those are the main ones that I deal with is people either it's a, usually a personal development type of book or spiritual, which is, I consider a personal development because that's an emotional spiritual thing that you're working on yourself. So Okay, cool. Yeah. And the reason I asked is because I know, I just realized that if there's different categories or genres, you know, I said an umbrella of different like micro different categories, then obviously the videos that you can create are different and the styles too, because there's there's never ending styles of video I find. And the same with writing. I imagine there's just so many ways to be creative with writing and to put together words that just tell the story. And, you know, examples of like, I find videos with writers it, it wouldn't be any different than, than something you put together for a course or something you put together for like an online program, et cetera. Mm-hmm. The only difference is it's the way you, you make the video. It's the way right. you talk about what you're telling. You know, a book has chapters, it has story characters. Um, 
unless it's if it's obviously not fiction, but because it's personal development, it's you're taking people through your journey, right. what you've been through, and you're educating. So the biggest thing I like to always talk about when it comes to creating video, I love story videos where you're talking about what you've personally been through. And I know before we were talking about, before we started this podcast, you mentioned, we, we brought up the topic of, let's say, writing a book for someone with like an eating disorder. And of course, if you're, if you're going to be creating a book written about that subject, you, you would have had to have gone through that right. unless you're someone who is obviously with a medical background or has enough studied of research with that but of course right. it's better if you've been through it so story videos that pick up the emotion and you're able to pull back into what it was like to go through that those videos are the best ones because you can position the story from different angles you can go you can always go and dive deep into what that story is and nothing is ever not applicable like everything works right. whether what you felt when you woke up and first experienced it how you progress through you know healing through that process, what challenges you had to overcome, how you lack confidence, gain the confidence to begin, et cetera. It could be anything. Right. Um, so the story videos are awesome. I've worked on a couple for clients in my time. I mean, I always work on them with my clients in my saying, but it's like the number one favorite I like to do. And, you know, I have a list here of eight different videos I do work on and other ones that I think are applicable from here would be even viral videos, which is my, my main focus, which is you're able to take that story again pull it into a video format that pulls you through the experience of what it was like to go through it, the challenge and how you overcame it. And then you design it where the messaging is done properly. Maybe you talk about just more micro-oriented detail on how, let's say you lost friends or you you had to try something new that you didn't believe in, et cetera. And it took you through that journey. And then you can make that the outcome of what happened at the end. And that right. is what makes it so viral. Because there's a lot of videos that have the ability to go viral, but there's also some that are just very generic, um, right. which right. I did touch on earlier. So I but, like those two. Yeah. Do you suggest with the, especially the viral, but any kind of storytelling yeah. to be a little more raw and honest and not, yes, um, like you said, be generic because I think a lot of people know, okay, people get, anorexia bulimia whatever but mm -hmm. they want to hear about you and how it affected you not just i had it and now i'm better you know oh yeah entirely thing yeah like i mean i've i've done videos for for how i just finished doing up a let's say i just finished doing a credibility reel for a client of mine who is a biohacker he's in the keto space and for and that's in the health and wellness world but the ketogenic diet and at first, it was a credibility reel about all the stages he'd been on, right? And mm -hmm. I'm thinking, that's cool. I mean, you want to show off all your PR and media. But then it sort of it turned. The way I started creating it, without even realizing, was story-driven. And it was about how he went through um, chronic fatigue syndrome, and he was suicidal, and, and all these other things. And the way I pulled all of the material they provided me together, I actually made it a piece that makes you realize, wow, this individual went through so much. And now he's here talking about that experience. He's, he's written articles about this. He's done studies and he's conducted research. He's not an author or a writer from what I understand, but it's the same premise where he's been through something and he's talked about what it felt wow. like on camera. And I pulled that content together and made it stand out. So this credibility and also story reel that I turned into uh, is more compelling for the, the actual listener, the, the viewer. It's the same thing. You want to be able to take the experience 
how you felt. And even if to you, if it sounds so, if it sounds like too much, you have to almost question, well, who is my audience? Right. And what are they going to think about and feel when they're reading this, which is also a big part about the process I go into as well when I'm trying to create these videos and actually doing it. So what are some of the other types of videos we could use? Some other ones you can also make, if it's for promotion, you can create a lot of videos tied to, you know, an actual sales video for the book, which goes into the breakdown of it, or it can still tell the story, but it goes into showing the book. And it could be a very short ad or video, um, like your philosophy or values behind the actual book itself, like why you wrote it. Um, and that can as well lead to call to actions for sales. If your book for personal development covers like a methodology, let's say, mm-hmm. where let's say you're able to, let's say it's for like depression or anxiety and you've learned that there's a sort of meditation that you can follow or a certain breathing exercise routine that's really helped you. And there's like a little bit of a guidance part to the book. You can really go through that and talk about that experience. And that could be like a methodology of what you believe in. Yeah. And it shows a little bit of the book, but it also invites the actual viewer to come in and actually make a sale. Yeah. And then there's lastly, testimonial and social proof, which is a big one. You know, if you have Amazon reviews, which I know is a big thing, um, you, you want to get those reviews. You can also showcase the, the written words that people who have actually read the book and are verified have said about it, right. or even just small video snippets. It's, you can really be creative with that as well. And you can make it a compilation and pull the book cover in or the 3D book model and then have the call to action to buy it. There's many different ways. My husband's on the phone. Hold on a second. <laughs> dog had opened the door she came in oh yeah and then what do you think so far by the way yeah i'm liking it i'm liking it all right cool i just don't and, know if um, i had a i had a question for you to say oh, yeah we'll do a pause and go i think he's done yeah he I mean, doesn't okay. realize how loud he is <laughs> and he started getting ice and i'm like <laughs> can hear that does he understand you're doing a podcast Yes, but he doesn't understand how far the sound is actually picked up. Sounds like an ICP. Mm-hmm. Hi, CJ. Mm-hmm. He's one of those somewhere in there. <laughs> um, I think there's a, definitely a T in there. <laughs> but, okay, you were talking about, because I had a question for you. Let me get back to what it was. Oh, talking about background. So, mm-hmm. Let me get look at that. So a lot of writers love to share their story as they're writing the book too. And they and people I know for me, I always love to know why a writer wrote something or their story to get there along the way. I think that'd be an interesting part to put in a viral video. Wouldn't that work? Yeah. So when you make an actual viral video, it's good to talk about who you are, where, like, like, who are you as a person, as a writer or a storyteller, speaker, it could be anything, right? But for this case, you talk about who you are and what you've accomplished lately. But then you take it back to what it was like before, like you dive into the past. And if you're talking about something that's personal development driven, again, we talk about depression or anxiety, fear, eating disorder, anything, you, you can talk about what that's like. You can take them through how you started to work on that, what inspired you to begin, uh, how you, it could be anything, how you had days. I mean, I could take it from my own story because that's better if I give an example. Like when I wanted to get in shape, best example, I was tired of feeling overweight, chubby, not liked by people, especially women, and seeing all these other 
guys my same age with good looking bodies, you know, getting dates or <laughs> being able to talk to women. It was, that's just my thing. Right. And I don't, I don't know if your audience is more male or female, but for me, that was such a, it was such a trouble when I was 15. So that could be a good example. And then that's, that's what got me started. That was the aha. Mm-hmm. And that can literally be what you talk about. And then you go through what it was like to begin and where that led you. And you can actually turn it into different milestones. Right. So if it took you, let's say five years to, to go through and heal something or to understand how to move past that, you can set the milestone of what year one was like or year two, et cetera, mm-hmm. or present another challenge. Like I was almost there, but then something else happened. So it really comes down to what your specific story is, but going to the past is a big part. And then from there, leading them back to where you are today and the successes you've had through going through this personal development experience. That's usually the base model. And then you can add a call to action at the end, whether it's buy the book, learn this, learn that, or join the community, et cetera, because sometimes books have communities, right? That you promote. Right, right. They have that with them. Well, what is your process that um, you suggest for creating videos? So with me, there is... So me and my partner, when we work on viral videos, because that's something else I should have actually added. I do videos with a small team as well. If it's a very good project, we have a videographer and we have my partner who's good on the strategy side and helping with the scripting, et cetera. And we come together and produce. But the big thing we look at, we call it the five C's of content. And the way it works is it's, I put it into order this way. You have confirmation, which is figuring out exactly if what you have and what you do um, is what your audience wants. because Honestly, if you're writing about something that isn't in the right market or it's something that no one's ever heard about, sometimes it might not be the right fit, but sometimes it can be. Um, And obviously, that's specifically uh, dependent on what that is. Personal development, there's a lot of room there. It's just going more micro. Then there's credibility. So if you're trying to talk about, let's say, depression, do you have a background that proves that you've either been through that and, and have a story that you feel confident talking about, or you have experience or a title that allows you to not be in a place where, you know, like liability, et cetera, disclaimer. Like, so like, it depends on if you're the right person to talk about that. So it's like being a health coach. Am I a registered dietitian? Can I talk about that stuff? Or am I certified versus not being and then hurting someone, et cetera, and then them coming back to you and you get sued. Not a good thing. <laughs> no, that was not a good idea. <laughs> yeah, that's why I always followed the right rules when I was a trainer. I'm like, oh, it's expired. I do this. I do this health certification every two years, or you no, know, every year to renew my certification so I can at least blab about it. But for fun, then the next, the third on the list is connection. It's like you have something that's relatable. Can you connect to them with that? And it kind of ties to helping you confirm as well if what you have is the right fit. But can you connect with your audience on that too? So like once you have people, can you really talk to them and connect with them? Which is why when you make a viral video or a hero's journey video, which is also another word for a story video, they're going to understand it. Because I've seen, I was watching a viral video today, for instance, for the a business that's, you know, they don't have a big YouTube presence, but it was a great video. I worked on yeah. some big teams behind like Jay Shetty and Prince EA and Lewis Howes for a little bit. And one of their editors, brilliant editor, but the video he edited and went out to produce, the script just was very, the same thing everyone says. So um, me and my partner are watching and we're like, it's good editing, but the story is just not right. So when it comes to making those videos, this is very important. Does, it, does the audience really connect with it? And will they be like, whoa, that's an angle I've never seen. That's amazing. Yeah. And then they want to see more. That's why they share it. That's why it goes viral. They leave a comment or 
they just say, okay, that's like this person's video and they move on. And that's why it's hard to sometimes make a viral video. You have to really dive into the scripting and make it work. And then that's connection. Can you connect with your audience? Then there's four, which is conversation. So it's having the conversations with the right people that are in line that will want to either buy your book that are going to want to like your video, share it with someone, promote it, write a review even because you want that social proof. You want people to write about that's the big thing. And I'm sure in a book launch, it's the same way too. And then obviously there's the call to action, right? So you always just want to call to actions with um, the content you produce, whether it's a social media video ad that shows someone, let's say, here's a good one, flipping through the book. There's another editor I know he does ads. He's done ads for like Brandon Bouchard with, um, I think, High Performance Habits is the book name. And he yeah. did one where he just flipped through the book and has text popping up. It's like a 30-second ad. And then a 3D book pops up and it's just slightly rotating. Mm-hmm. And that, that ad brought forth, I think, thousands of sales from what I, I remember. I bought that book. <laughs> I love See, that book. like, and it's sometimes, a, like, yeah. It's a great book. I, yeah, it, I watched that launch. It was mm-hmm. very interesting. He had a lot of excellent videos. And I loved his process because I was looking at, obviously, from um, a book launch viewpoint because I wanted to see what he did. And he did a unique thing in the sense of he had, obviously he had all the videos, mm-hmm. but a part of his call to action was first you could buy the book and just pay shipping and handling and he'd send you the book. And then he didn't upsell, but you could buy, get a portion of the course that corresponds with it for $29, which is the cost of the book, by the way. <laughs> but this was just sneaky, sneaky. It's marketing genius because then what I loved is, after the book launch was over, he flipped it. You can buy the book and you get a portion of the course. So he was doing the same thing. He just flipped what you were paying for. And so, which is actually, I thought, pretty genius because then, you know, here I am, I'm already interested in a book. And then you send me information of how I can get this course, which will help me with the book. Oh, it also included the audio and it's him reading it. And he's he was good at it reading it you know if you're good at reading it you can do your own audio or you may have to hire someone of course if you traditionally publish then that's up to them how that works but if you're self-publishing like brendan did then that's an option is you can do your own audio and you know it doesn't cost you anything to do your own audio you can record on your computer i do recommend a microphone (laughs) so you so you sound better it does help with sound and then have somebody you know like jamie to uh, or an audio editor who could also then help with video too so it it was a whole process between the videos the audio his course that he brought it all together and so that's my recommendation definitely to any of you. If you see somebody doing a book launch, somebody especially a high scale like Brendan Burchard or Michael Hyde or Jeff Goins, follow their just sign up for their emails and if they whatever they have going on with that launch and watch what they do. That's how you learn how a good launch does. And all of them use video for their launches. So you definitely I think the five C's are great. So Review, have you, I don't think you've gone through all of them yet. We had confirmation. We, we've touched on all. Um, there's confirmation, there's credibility, there's connection, conversation, call to action. It's okay. not really, that's my order. I'm still working on, I always change it up depending on 
where I'm talking and who I'm talking with, but yeah. that's the way I look at it this way. And I think I was talking about on, on call to action, but you basically filled it in as well because the book launch is a good example from Brendan Burchard. It's just the, the, the videos that even in general, if, if you make the right videos for a book launch, let's say for, for targeting ads, once they've watched a video that sells them on the book, it's the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. And obviously like what you just uh, told me and obviously the listeners there, that's, you know, that like that's a model that I don't actually know about with like the audio snippet, et cetera. That's interesting. And how you can buy the book too. So that one I didn't know about. Um, so that's a cool call to action way of doing it. The, right. Right. the pay for shipping, I know about that method. <laughs> it's, a, it's a really good one, but that's the thing, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's making sure you have all these, all these five seeds. Cause then the videos I did mention earlier that you can make, they fall into each spot. Like if you have credibility you make credibility real. Like if you're credible for what you've done and you've been a speaker or a writer and you have examples of pieces, you can, you can actually make a scissor reel a credibility reel and have mm-hmm. all these things. If what you have is confirmed and you have a, a, the ability to connect with your audience and it's defined, you can make a story video. You can turn what you've been through into an actual uh, compelling story that takes them through an experience, then goes to the book or goes to the first piece that leads to the book. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's, yeah, that is great. So what videos would you suggest for writers and authors to use for, um, a launch and to promote their book. Um, so the one I mentioned before, there's like a, the the book flip through where you know you can throw the book on a table, and I've done this with ebooks actually when I was in the health space. Funny enough, just print it out and staple it, do your thing. But you can take the book, you can flip through it, talk about the, bring up text on what the, the chapters are, or what you're going to be learning, because I know books have parts or they have sections, etc. Right, um, and you can even keep that simple, like 15 seconds, 30 seconds. And it's not even like um, someone talking. It could just be music. And it just, it's, it's just to the point of showing you flipping through the book, looking at different areas and you highlight those different parts of the book. And then you have a call to action, but like right. an actual 3d book that's rotating. Those are really simple to make if you have an editor, obviously, but it can be a bit more complicated if you're doing it yourself. You can also do just talking videos, right? You can, you can hold the book and video and talk about, an experience that you've gone through. I mentioned there's like your methodology and you can explain that as a video, but what if instead of methodology, you talk about an experience you had with what the book's topic is about. If it's about going through anxiety and healing that those break, like the breakdown of anxiety and how you got through that, you can talk about one story that you had to recognize. And then you right. can say, so you go to the story and you say, and um, you can learn more in my book, you know, right here, and then you do your call to action and like you're holding it. So they actually see it and they're able to um, see the tangible product itself. And then there's a call to action. So that's two. Another one can be testimonials. You mm-hmm. can just go down the list if you want and screen record Amazon reviews. Also written reviews if you have it on your website um, or anywhere else where you actually have the book as a place where it's being sold. I don't know if it's going to be on. In this, you're in the United States. So you guys have Barnes and Nobles and just chapters as well. So if it's on their website, you can show it there too, those reviews. Right. And that, and that one can, um, you scroll through and then you show the book again with a call to action to buy it. And then it's in the actual content of the, the text of the ad or text of the video, depending on where you post it. Right. And then the last one I'll, I'll bring up is if you're on, I mean, the last one, really, I've already talked about it. So it's just holding the book and talking about it. Actually, I wrote a couple down here, but they, they tie in. So it's really just three that I have suggestions. Right. Right. Yeah. I, and I think that's great because the the main point is you want people to get to know you. It's not just yeah. hold it up and go buy my book, buy my book, buy my book. 
give them a reason to buy your book. You know, that's what I always tell my authors is people, you know, you know, in your head what it's about, but they haven't read it. They don't know your story and you want to draw them in to get to know it and think, you know, think about why or the books that you've bought. And, and maybe if you're like me and you're scrolling through Facebook and you see somebody's promoting something and you click on it, why did you click on it? What drew you in? Think of those things. What drew you in to buy that book? Those are the things that other people are going to want to know. Is it the story? And, and typically you got to know we're all curious. It's the, I call it the rubberneck thing. You know, if there's an accident, we're all going to stop and look because we want to know what happened, right? Mm-hmm. Well, that's the same thing when people are scrolling through Facebook. They're going to want to know what happened. Why are you writing this story? What brought you to this point? Whether it's health or mental health or business-related, productivity-related, you know, spiritual or emotional, you know, whatever it is, people want to know why you did it. And if you draw them in with your video, it's really going to help them. And so I I thank you, Jamie, for what you've got so far for us. But do you have um, some words of advice or encouragement for writers who maybe they don't like to do video or they're scared to do video? Because, you know, a lot of writers are introverts, not all of them, but a lot of them. And video, Mm -hmm. like, scares the bejeebies out of them. So (laughs) what do you suggest to help them to promote something with video? It's a good question, actually. Uh, a couple things. One of the examples, like, I mean, you can do videos that, like if you're, a, if you're introverted and you're, you're shy of the camera, I totally understand because I was, you know, even to this day, I have a different persona and personality when I go on camera. It's not always authentic. It's just because I'm an introvert myself. And I prefer to work behind the scenes most of the time. So when I make videos... I, I just I just go and do it. That's me. For, if you're afraid of the camera, and and let's say you if you want to go on camera, if you if you really want to, but you're just you're afraid, it's taking that first step. I'd say just try number one and do a couple takes, see how you feel, and take it from there. That's obviously the first thing. But if you're seriously not in the mood to go in front of camera and it's just not your thing, it's like a forte, you can literally just have an actual book itself, like the 3D flip through. Want the actual book and do what I was talking about earlier, where you, you take them through the books, different parts, and have um, the story being told that way. Or you can have an audio-based recording if you're more preferable to do just a voice-based video. Right. You know, there's, a, there's a lot of videos I've done where it's even just audio recordings that I get sent and I can make a video out of that itself and show like stock footage or B-roll on top. Right. If, if that doesn't work, then that's an excellent idea. Yeah, I just I just thought of now. Yeah, because I, I I usually promote that one, but I don't um I didn't think of that one until it's now. And then the other one I have is if you want, you can get someone. I say I say do this. You can actually if if it's in the budget, obviously it depends on what you want to do and what's there and what it's for a launch. Hire someone else to speak for you who's gone through the same experience. Or someone who's able to, you know, who's good on camera, who's able to really tell it. Mm-hmm. Look, it doesn't have to be an actor, but it can be if you want it to be. People like Prince EA hire actors for their viral videos. But, you know, you can get someone who's gone through what you're taking uh, readers through in your book and have them tell the story. I mean, it's just like an audio book where, it's, as you were saying, if they're not able to really record the audio properly or speak the right way, they, they outsource it to someone else and narrate it. So yeah. it's the same thing for the ad. 
and my thing is is because when I if you saw my first videos, yeah, I still cringe looking <laughs> at them now because I made videos to go with my first book. It was a devotional at the end of each week. I did a like a recap video. Yep. that I created and I have a link in the book that people can go to. So it's still out there and they were definitely cringeworthy. But now what I do, and this always helps, I can usually do a video in two to three takes, unless it's a topic that I haven't talked much about before, then it might take a few more takes, mm-hmm. but at least try it because you nobody has to see the, you know, re- record on your computer or your, phone or if you've got a nice camera that records whatever and just try it and the the what i notice is after i stumble over my words about three or four times then the last time it comes out and it flows better you know just yeah that's how i work i'm going to cut you off there but that's how it's because that's how i learned to do video um i just if you're afraid of it you might have to go through in one take and then from there, you'll be able to almost memorize the content. And then the second mm-hmm. time, you'll do better. Yeah, it's very similar to the way I do video. And then yeah, you'll and almost you, create. Yep. Yeah, even if you just do like a little, you know, a couple sentences and then take a break and look and record some more. Because the thing with video is then all of those little clips can be put together. You know. You oh, know. yeah. If you go to, because uh, it'd be good to have a visual reference. If you go to jamienoodleman.com, I'm not trying to do like a pl- I am doing a plug. Uh, if you go to, if you go to some of my, I know if you go to some of the videos on my, it's just like a one page. If you go, if you scroll down to my portfolio, there are some story videos there. A lot of them were just done where when we, when we did these and recorded them for our clients, Katya, my other half, she would just read the script to the client and then the client would read it back. Obviously like when we're filming and these are like, two to three to four minute viral videos that we're making. And the raw footage is like 15 minutes long. It's us trying to make it sound right and proper. So you don't have to memorize the whole script as well. So if you're working with someone and they're able to come up with, because the biggest thing with video and I'll just say like this, you need to have a strategy, obviously with your business with what you're doing, obviously. And then when it comes to the video strategy and the script of the video itself is what's really important because it has to make sense. Right. And that's, that's what happens when we're doing videos because the script will be able to tell what makes the most sense and how it ties to that person's audience. And then when we record it, uh, we're able to actually read it to the client. And when they, when they speak it, we can, we can determine whether we need to redo that again and we'll do multiple takes for them. So it's almost like a done with you service. But the point is you can do video without having to memorize a script. That's right. three minutes long because I know what that's like. You see it and you're like, I, I, I'm not going to be able to memorize this whole thing unless you do what we do, where we just talk and figure it out and then memorize points and go from there. If it's, if, if that doesn't work, you just say a sentence or two at a time mm-hmm. and that's it. You clip it together and add B-roll or stock footage on top. It's the easiest way. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And you know, that's the thing. Just, if you if you are scared of video, which most people are because they aren't doing it, do, do the practice runs, but also do some Facebook lives if you have an author mm. page. Do some Facebook lives and get some practice just being on camera and, and talking. Because with a Facebook live, you don't have to be, it doesn't have to be perfect. You know, you might want to have your points because you want to have some value there. 
But it, you know, if you stumble over your words, it's okay. People know it's a Facebook Live. It's not a recorded video. They're not expecting it to be this polished script. And it would be weird if it was. And that's the thing you want to be careful not to be over scripted too, is because you don't want to sound like you're reading or you're a robot. You just, if something comes up and that's why Facebook lives are good because just like now, if something comes to mind and you start talking about it, it's okay. We're off script, by the way, just so y'all know. <laughs> we're, we're oh yeah. Um, I'll be honest. Like I go on like rabbit hole, like, discussions and explanations when I talk about things. So you've probably heard a couple of those already. Yeah, <laughs> like, which is great though. I mean, that's where you yeah. get, that's where you get really good content and you want to sound natural as possible and professional and be you, you know, if you're quirky and funny and wild, like our friend Katia, then um, <sighs> yes, be good. you be that way. If you're more quiet and reserved, that's okay. Be you. You don't have to be wild and crazy on a video for a video go viral. The video is to, for people to get to know you. That's the whole point is, and that's what we said on the social media one too, is just, just be you. And yeah, honestly, yeah. it's just, it's about, I, I totally agree with that too. It's just, just stepping in and you're basically, it, cause it's personal development is it, part right. of that. It's just accepting who you are, you know? And when you, when you come in there ready to go and you're just gonna, you're just gonna own the day with these videos and, you know, talk about what you have to talk about. If you come in knowing that you're the best at what you do and Full, like fill with confidence on what you're talking about. And it's all, if it's, if it's all there and you know what you're talking about and it's not scripted and you can just talk to the camera and get it out there, it's authentic enough that everyone will be able to respond with that. Right. So and, it's very important. And if you get too much in there, there's, you know, cause when you get, I don't know, if you're like me and most writers that we have lots of words to say as well as write. So, you know, if you get too many words and there, they can always be cut. You know, so don't worry about that. But I, I like that, and Jamie, and I appreciate you being here and sharing this because I know this is a avenue that a lot of writers either haven't pursued or aren't sure how to pursue. And so I appreciate you bringing your expertise to us and helping us figure this out. But definitely practicing, um, you know, being on video is is key, and it is important and i think if you want your writing career to go somewhere you're going to be on video at some point you know whether it's you're forced to by uh, a publisher because they want you know video of you for something or you get interviewed you know what whatever the case at some point you're probably going to be on video and so you just you want to know how to do it and definitely practicing and facebook lives are a good way to learn how to get to make a good video then. So I appreciate it, Jamie. And I thank you for being here. Yes. Thank you, Joyce. It's been, it's been an honor and a pleasure. It's been fun. All right. Thank you for listening to this episode of the right hour. Are you wondering how to start your writing journey, but feel overwhelmed or confused? After taking four years to write her first book, Joyce completely understands. She created the four steps to the right book to help you clarify your focus, create and organize your content, and complete your book. 
She shares tips on the writing process, and you can download the Writing Planner to track your progress and create weekly and monthly milestones to complete your book. You can sign up for the short email series at therightcoach.biz. That's T-H-E-W-R-I-T-E-C-O-A-C-H dot B-I-Z. Or go to the link in the show notes for the podcasts. You can sign up on the side pop out on the computer or on the phone. It's a blue bar at the bottom that pops up. You can also go to the bottom of the homepage to sign up for the four steps to the right book. Don't let fear and overwhelm stop you from writing your book. It's time to write your book.